Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, what's up, Broncos country? Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. It's a victory Monday, and it's been so long since I've been able to say that. It's been so long since we've been able to talk about anything like this. It's been, it just feels like like centuries since we've been able to come out of a game feeling, ah, wait, do you even want to say feeling good? Uh, All right, I'll say we're coming off a game feeling like we won because we actually did. For the first time since September, the Broncos have won a game in the United States. It truly is a miracle. It truly is a day to be celebrated because it just doesn't happen enough. But my name's Ross. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this edition of Horse Tracks Live over on Twitch. Um, if you're just catching the podcast version of this, we are live uh, pretty much every Monday around 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Um, and of course, if you guys are watching live or if you missed it a little bit, missed some parts, you can watch replays on Twitch. You can also um, tune into the audio version on any podcasting site that you listen on. This will be up a little bit later in the day. But we have some stuff to talk about today. Most importantly, we're going to be talking about the Broncos, like I said, winning a football game. There's some hate for this player coming out after the game that I've been annoyed with the last, I don't know, last few weeks, last maybe month, and it's just not warranted. I'm going to get into that. Um, And... Let's talk about the numbers from the game, some MVPs, and then we're going to take a look at the game balls here, and we're going to take a look at our three words or less. This is what I had from you guys. This is the homework I give you, or maybe 
just it's not really homework it's pretty easy to come up with this but um you can you can follow us on any social media platform my higher report on facebook instagram and twitter but i promise you that well the twitter game is actually really solid um like I, I really enjoy it but the instagram game it's also ran by me so maybe i just enjoy that one more but um every sunday i've been dropping three words or less and it's up to you guys to describe the broncos game in three words or less you can do this by replying in the comments to the post or i also put something up in the story as well and you can reply to me that way i will be reading off your responses here to end the show and of course i'm just gonna if we have any breaking news that comes out or any news in general i'll be able to check up on that and be able to give you guys the latest when it comes to the injury report or other news maybe somehow uh the last what month we've been doing nintendo hack at firewatch um it's obviously not things happened but now since we're not expecting it maybe it will happen who knows it might just be horribly optimistic you bet i am but let's go ahead and jump into today's game reactions um because i think you know all it took for the broncos to be able to win a football game and to be able to look all right in the football game was playing against a third string quarterback now if we could just do this every single week then i think the broncos are going to have a great chance of actually having a winning record <laughs> oh man yeah no uh general thoughts on this one i i wasn't looking forward to it all too much i wasn't looking forward to a, a game between colt mccoy and brett rippon um i'm sorry if that offends you in any way but that's just my feelings on that one um but i did have this weird sense of optimism going to the game uh, it didn't come that way in our score predictions over at uh, milehighreport.com. Do that every single week. Um, tons of awesome articles daily. Go ahead, check that one out. Out tomorrow on Tuesday, every Tuesday, my power rankings lead wide. It's going to be fun. And then we'll also be able to see your fan reactions and my article that comes out on Thursday um, when it comes to your guys' responses to some possible overreactions from Broncos country. Um, so all, But I did have this little bit of sense of optimism like i said it didn't come through in my score predictions but i was like man the broncos could probably actually win this game the cardinals have been struggling this year and definitely been struggling late they're not going to have an athletic guy like kyler murray um they don't have an exceptional run game which is where our pass rush kind of uh his, his floundered the last few weeks when it comes to setting the edge um and at the same time i mean they have what d hop other everyone else is injured so and the broncos have a fantastic defense fantastic secondary and that really came through in this one and the broncos i wasn't expecting them i, I was hoping that they were going to win i wasn't expecting them to break the the 16 point margin let alone they put up 24 points put 24 points for just the second time this season the first time that happened was last week against the chiefs when they put up 28 um the closest they got before this was against the raiders when they put up 23 so it, we're, we're just we're just living the dream right now this is fantastic we're having a good time and arguably the best thing we, we saw this again this week we saw this again um but the best one of the best things and this is part of the overreactions you can go on over to the instagram right now it's the poll is live on the story go ahead and vote so you guys could be um a part of that article that comes out a little bit later this week but one of the best things the broncos have done all year is taking jerry judy taking from the middle of the field and moving him to the outside of the field all right because we've seen a bit of an explosion from him as of like of course last week he put up over 70 yards 
and three touchdowns. This week, he gets seven catches on eight targets, puts, put, puts up another uh, game over 70 yards, and it's just nice seeing him. Um, just He's a guy that has great route running. He has good speed. He's elusive. And to be able to finally line up up line him up on the outside now, that's maybe this is just due to necess- um, out of necessity. Maybe the Broncos have just made this move because they've had to due to injuries, um, especially to guys like Corlin Sutton as well. They're big outside receiving outside receiving threat. Tim Patrick, a big outside guy there. But now we have Jerry Judy on the outside. He's a threat, man. And so it's been awesome to see that adjustment um, being made. Um, and uh, one of the other things, oh, what, what, what do we have here? No, it, gosh, dang it, dude! How do you, man? I feel like an old guy. Let me, let me, no, frick! Let me delete this message. This is stupid. Someone trying to advertise our chat. Nah, not having it. it. How do you? No, I don't want to pin, and I also don't want to reply. Why can't Twitch? Twitch, you're being dumb. Twitch, stop that. Oh my gosh, I, I'm annoyed, not gonna lie, Twitch is being pretty lame here, um, gosh, let me, do, you know what, whatever, screw it, we're just gonna move past you guys to whatever website this is, this is stupid, don't worry about that one, gosh, dang, that's dumb, but let's move him past that one, uh, man, I feel, I feel like an old person, I feel old, man, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to defend anyone in, in, in the, uh, listening to this right now, but I feel old, I'm like the guy that can't figure out how to work the computer, I, I, this is stupid, man, Twitch is stupid sometimes, but nonetheless, we move on, um, Jerry G to be on the outside, good stuff, Clint, it's obviously working, all right, um, and uh, just some other general feelings. The offensive line sucked. I kind of felt bad for Brett Rippon. Um, one of the things we talked about, we're going to get to another dumb fan take here in just a second. But one of the ones I addressed on um, this earlier edition of Force Tracks um, that's dropped uh, a little bit earlier this morning on Monday. Um, I was talking about the weird people saying that the offense better with Rippon. Um, because, of course, there's that tweet by a man. Who, who tweeted that one for a second? That was... Uh, yeah, that, that's right. It was Zach Stevens. Zach Stevens comes out in, in tweets. Um, Brett Rippon's 24 points scored today is more than the Broncos have scored with Russell Wilson in the game all season, which is correct. Last week, they only scored 21 with them because Brett Rippon um, was throwing that last touchdown pass. So, while true, let's also look at the, the context around the stat. Yes, Brett Rippon has scored more points than Russell Wilson has in the game this year, but... It was also the fewest points the Cardinals have allowed since mid-October. So this stat is stupid. It doesn't matter. It's a dumb take. So, Brett Rippon. Yes, he was running for his life most of the time in, in this game. It took seven sacks for like 41 or 42 yards. J.J. Watt was all over him in the first half. And then, oh man, it was just, it was just poor. It's just poor. Also, doesn't help that Quinn Miners left for the injury. Riser is out a little bit that game, but returned with the injury. Quinn Miners, backup Tom Compton, left the game with the injury. It's just not good. So, uh, I, I don't want this to sound disrespectful to Brett Rippon. I really appreciate what he's done as a backup quarterback. It's a hard situation to, to be in. If we're going to give Russell Wilson some slack, let's give Brett Rippon a lot more slack than that, too, because he's also not a quarter billion dollar of a quarterback, and he does not call himself Mr. Unlimited. Gosh, I bet you Brett Rippon can make better Subway commercials there as well. Um, but the 
take that I'm going to move into here is let's talk about Brandon McManus and let's let let's just I'm not necessarily um, critiquing anyone that might be listening to this. Um, maybe you're not the one that holds this take. Maybe you are. And I'm talking to you directly. I don't know. If so, I apologize. It's nothing personal. I just think this is a dumb take. And once again, this is a show where I give my opinion on things. So you don't always have to agree with my opinion. And if you have a good counterpoint to this, I would love to hear it. And we can have a conversation about this and be adults and not just be the people that argue back and forth on Twitter because no one really cares all that much about that one. But let's talk about Brian McManus. And most of this comes on the hate he's been getting. Um, he tweeted after the game. Of course, he missed a 38-yarder. Um, he goes out and then tweets. Um, well, it's nice. He censors himself, too. He cares. He's family-friendly. Um, he says, 38 effing yarder. Terrible. Um, so, of course, this is just an example of him um, going ahead and taking. I would, I would call... I would call this taking the blame um, for that missed kick. Um, I would call this kind of just wearing it and admitting fault and just kind of being more of a man about this one. Um, it's no, um, it's, it's no, it, it's no secret that Brian McManus has been slacking a little bit this year. He's been having a little bit worse of a um, season as he usually does. I believe right now the latest stats. I think he's kicking seventy-five percent of his field goals so far this year um yeah, i believe it's 75 percent um he's missed a couple he, of course he missed uh yesterday um right now he's on the yeah um so he's kicking around 75 percent this year actually 75 percent on the dot um his extra points are 90 percent um at the same time here his long is only uh say only 55 his season long was higher in um 2021 2020 61 58 respectively um but on a career average he is about 6.1 percent lower on his field goal percentage he's about seven percent on his extra point percentage lower than career average um and yes he's having a down year we all know that but the responses here are stupid uh, they want to uh, there's so many people calling for a new kicker. That's essentially what it is. People calling for a new kicker. People want Brandon McManus to be cut, to release, whatever. It's so lame. Um, like, th- the best day of the whole season is going to be when the Broncos release you. Can't wait to have a new kicker next year. It's so... It, there's a lot of just other dumb stuff in here. Um, yes, I know he's a bottom five kicker in the NFL right now. But the whole team is doing poor right now. The only reason... Oh, and people call him to say, cut him ASAP. Uh, one of the dumbest things I see here is, it's okay, we are used to this from you. What, no, we're used to seeing Brandon McManus as a very successful kicker. He's, he was clutch for the Broncos during that Super Bowl run. He's been the only reason they've been putting up points the last, what, four or five years? He's been the only reason the Broncos have had offensive life, life most uh, most times this year. He's been, the in a couple games, he's been the only guy to score in, in um, games this year. It's just dumb, man. I don't like this 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 talk regarding Brandon McManus. I think it's stupid. Why do you want to end up like the Chargers and shopping for a kicker, what, every four months? 
uh, if at least every year, the Broncos have one kicking issue right now that they need to replace, and that's the punting, and that's a Corliss Waitman. That's the only guy on the special teams that they should be replacing, besides their special teams coordinator, of course, needs to get the can. So I just think this is a lame take. I, I think it's just really fickle as a fan base. Um, Brandon McMass has been the guy for the Broncos. Um, he's been a leader the last couple of years, and I am really appreciative for the fact that he's been the only guy that's been consistently putting up points each game. That's that, that's all we can ask for there. And um, he's been um, really, really accurate most of the time too. Um, right now he has, um, he's perfect this year on field goals between 40 and 49 yards. And he's only missed uh, three field goals from inside the 20. Or excuse me, not inside the 20, that'd be bad. Inside the 40. So, He's having an off year, but the rest of the team is too. I, I think it's just stupid. Um, bad take. And I just like the Brett Ripon one, I think we should be moving away from this. Now, we're going to jump into next is numbers. Numbers, numbers, numbers. Because we're going to be talking about numbers of the game. These are the four numbers or uh, that I believe define the game the most let me know if you guys agree with this one um and of course i think the first one gets a very awesome shout out over at mile high report from a game balls article um because first number of the game eighteen thousand four hundred and twenty three. this was the number of no shows announced at the stadium now i know uh, a lot of us um saw you on twitter saw some mile high report in our in our group chat all um few people talked about how they were worried that the Broncos were going to lie about this one and not um, because the same was very clearly pretty empty. All right. Um, even after the first quarter, um, I bet you the Bron- we're all thinking that the Broncos were just going to announce like some number less than 10,000 no-shows. Nope. Looks like they're accurate about this. Almost 20,000 no-shows. And these are the fans that are kind of sticking it to the Waltons. Like who cares about $100 million in upgrades? That, that really doesn't matter. Um, and I truly think that over on that article is that um, Ian Sinclair said it best. Um, he uh, gave a big mile-high salute to those fans that didn't even bother watching the game or showing up. It's sending a message that's louder than anything, um, especially a message of a meaningless win over a team that's playing a third-string quarterback. Good job, Ian. I 100% agree with you there. Second number here is going to be the number eight. And this is now the number of consecutive seasons Latavius Murray has rushed for 500 yards or more. Mr. Consistent. And I'll talk to him and talk about more in a second. I have been loving what Latavius Murray has been doing so far this year. He's been doing great for the Broncos in terms of like what his role is, what his expectations is, where he's fitting in midway through the season, what his contract is. I'd say he's exceeding on every level than we really thought he would and just wait to what i want to say about him when we get to the next segment next number nine hundred thousand, and this was the amount of dollars jj watt made off the broncos in just the first half alone all coming off of incentives when he got his first sack he was his six and a half sacks entering this game when he got his first sack to get to to, uh, to break seven he made a five hundred thousand dollar incentive when he got his next sack, that was another $200,000 for an incentive. 
and when he got his third sack of the game, making it to nine sacks on the year, once again, he made another $200,000 for that. JJ Watt, um, on behalf of the Broncos, you're welcome for getting up almost a million dollars in the span of not even 30 minutes. What a guy, what, <laughs> what a day that has to be. Even with the loss, JJ Watt still 100% winning. The last number that I, I really felt like to find this, I'm just glad that I saw on Twitter from the other guys in my high report. Um, I wasn't the only one feeling this one, at least with uh, one, of the, especially with one of these people. Um, the last number is the number three, and this is how many players' names I didn't recognize before the game. Now, uh, I, I, if you guys know this, shout out to you, you're a great fan. I thought I was a good fan. Um, uh, I guess I've been slacking because I. Um, didn't know who Freddie Swain was. <laughs> I also didn't uh, really recognize Matt Henningen's Hen name. Gosh, dang. Um, and I almost forgot, almost forgot about Brandon Johnson. But of course, I remembered he's the guy that scored our only touchdown against the Carolina Panthers. So thank you, Brandon. Um, and, and maybe it's it's I'm gonna take some blame on this one for not being fully you know recognizing the players on this team which I, I really should because that makes me bad at my job apparently but also i'm gonna cut myself some slack and maybe some of you guys out there some slack too because that's i think this is more um on just this uh, describing the state that this team is the state of the injury report is i mean you guys hear me every uh thursday morning i get to uh attempt every week and successfully i'll do say so that myself uh, attempt to read through the Broncos injury report in just one breath. It is tough. It reads like a novel every week. And that's why the Broncos are now having players where you're like, who is that, man? Are they from the CFL? Maybe they played in the USAFL. Or maybe they're going to have some time in the upcoming XFL. Shout out to the XFL, by the way. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. Um, go Houston Roughnecks. The uncrowned champions of the XFL. Also, of course, we're, we're uh, Broncos country here. Another reason to love the Houston Roughnecks is Wade Phillips. I love you, man. I love you so much. I miss you. You're the freaking best. Shout out Wade Phillips, all right? Maybe not the best of head coaches, but defensive coordinators. Hard to get much better than him. And before we get to our three words or less, it's time to jump into game balls because there are some players that really, really deserve this one. First one I'm going to talk about is, like I said, I was going to talk about him. It's Latavius Murray. It's Latavius Murray. In this game, he had 130 yards, a touchdown. Um, he also had the catch for 12 yards. He had 5.4 yards per carry. Oh, man. Latavius Murray, the train, was on something in this game. He was putting on for the Broncos, and he's been putting on for them the whole season. And I am excited at the, the, the look that the Broncos could have next year because uh, in the running back field. I would be more than happy right now to have Javante Williams, of course, be our starter, a, a, a game breaker, game changer. This guy's great. I just really hope he comes back healthy. That's all we need. But Javante Williams, solid, awesome, one of the best when he's healthy, running back ones in the league. And back him up, I want Latavius Murray backing this guy up. That's a good one-two punch right there. Uh, Murray is a workhorse. Maybe he's not putting up the most exciting numbers, but he goes in there, he gets it done, and he's not too bad when it comes to pass pro as well. And the guy I want being maybe a third down back, 
um, just maybe at least being your third string, I want Marlon Mack back next year. In terms of uh, Javante Williams, he's he's still on a rookie contract. Murray, Mack, the Broncos got them for cheap. They're going to be able to resign them for cheap. That's a very, very good backfield in terms of cost and in terms of expectations from the um, maybe from the outside of the league as well. That is a good running back group, and I would love to have that next season. And the next guy, I mean, whew, oh man, speaking of next season, I'm not sure if he'll be on the team. Uh, we've already talked about blowing things up here at Mile High Report. Maybe he'll be gone. But nonetheless, let's celebrate him today because he is awesome. Justin freaking Simmons. That's now four interceptions in three games. That's um, two games this year with multiple interceptions. He is a freaking stud. Justin Simmons is that guy. He is just really good at football. And I love having him on the team. I love watching every single week. And I just love the kind of person he is within the Broncos community. Just a fantastic guy, fantastic player, 100% getting a game ball here. Now, the last one I want to shout out is maybe a lesser known name, but one that had a great impact on the game. It is defensive tackle number 99. Let's put him up here. Let's put him up here. It is big boy, Deshaun Williams. 2.5 2.5 sacks in this game. He took over on the D-line. Now, this is a time where the Broncos fans, ever since we traded away Bradley Chubb, some people didn't want him to be traded. Bad take. Um, and, and, some, and, of course, uh, ever since the Broncos traded, they did maybe see a, a, a decline in the pass rush. Wait, maybe it's because a lot of backups playing. Bradley Chubb was a really solid guy in the Broncos um, lineup there. But when the Broncos need sacks, they go ahead. Deshaun Williams, normally defensive tackles don't necessarily um, get the uh, get the job done when it comes to sacks. Tackles for loss, yes, that's them. But they're not known as sack guys, maybe unless you're like Aaron Donald, which is one of the best defensive tackles in the league. But Deshaun Williams, two and a half sacks, he took over. He made a big impact on the pass rush. And I think the cherry on top is just because when the Broncos trade away, Bradley Chubb, um, there's a good amount of, of anger and, and kind of just outrage there, I would say. And then the Dolphins signed to a $100 million contract. But now look how that's paying off. Take a look at Thursday. Take a look at how the Broncos looked on Sunday. I would say the Broncos definitely won that trade. Even just getting the first round from not even talking about the contract that the Dolphins had to sign them to. Good job, George Payton. You're doing a solid job and you should not be fired another take i mean i'm just shooting shots at like every take that i've seen so far this year that is a good time but let's move into the last thing here it's time for three words or less pulling up your responses right now from around broncos country guys some good ones here and um, we're going to take a look at some of my favorites uh let's go again defense wins again Bad one, uh, fire Russell Wilson. All right, talked. That's stupid. Uh, lots of promise. There's a let's get by. What? We won? Um, it's about time. I am proud. Is this hope? Up from here. Simmons equals. Well, that's not a word. So we'll count that. Simmons equals best safety. Believe in Broncos. Um, F yeah. Points off takeaways. Improv. Oh, so improving. I'm stupid. I knew I knew it spelled improving, but I said prove and not prove. You know, whatever. It doesn't really matter there. Um, then <laughs> I think my favorite one is blind squirrel. 
nut. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that might be one of the most accurate ones there. Uh, but let's go ahead. Also, some of the replies from the story. Um, worst draft pick. Um, I'm not sure you understand. Um, worst draft pick for the Seahawks. Absolutely. Um, it's the Cardinals. Do it again. Finally a win. Wins a win. Potential for injury? I don't know. Um, the, uh, the F Seattle's draft. There we go. Damn good defense. Um, they looked decent. And he replied that twice, so he, they must have looked doubly decent. And finally, played good. Um, maybe I won't be the grammar Nazi and critique it. I don't know. Can I say that word on Twitch? I'm probably just going to get banned here. Whatever. Grammar Nazi. Um, it's well, but good nonetheless. I'll still take it. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's edition of Horse Tracks Live. Um, it's been uh, fun to be able to come back. Sorry about the two-week hiatus. Life gets in the way. It's a good time of the year. Um, and you guys understand. Life is fun. Can't always do the stuff we love. We got to do the stuff that we have to do. Uh, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. Whether you caught us live, whether you're listening to, uh, watching the replay on Twitch, or if you're listening to this on the podcast version on whatever platform you prefer listening to this on. Um, I've been Ross. You guys have been awesome. Let's go out and enjoy the rest of this Victory Monday. And maybe, just maybe, we'll get two in a row next week. I'll see you next Monday for the live show. See you on the awesome articles, social medias, podcasts, all that fun stuff. Love you guys. Go Broncos.